You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 37 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamualaikum everyone. I hope everybody's doing okay. Not super panicked or not super worried, even though we are living in a time that is super worrying. So Krona seems to be bigger than we initially thought. The initial impression was that it is kind of like the flu. We're used to the coronavirus. Coronavirus by itself is not something new. It's a known viral family. And usually it causes some sort of runny nose, runny eyes, cold-like symptoms. And usually it goes away by itself. And however, this new virus is some sort of mutated virus. Well, every virus is kind of has its own unique perspective. And this is a little different in that this virus is highly, highly, highly contagious. It can live on a hard surface for up to nine days. So recently there was Biogen conference. It's a big medical conference in Massachusetts. And uh, that was one of the big sources of other people in the U.S. getting the virus. Pretty much almost everybody who went to that conference tested positive. And then, of course, they went back to their own home states taking the virus with them so now it is over a thousand cases in the u.s and close to 40 deaths have been declared a pandemic as of today by the world health organization and another concerning thing about this virus is that it can cause reinfection So usually what happens is that when you get infected with a virus or a bacteria, you usually develop immunity to it. So your white blood cells learn to recognize that virus and fight it so that it does not cause any further illness or any further symptoms. The reason why viruses are a bigger issue than the bacteria is that viruses mutate a lot or change a lot. So that's why we really don't have a cure for HIV as of now, because the virus just keeps changing. And this is why when we have vaccines for the things that we do have vaccines for, it is highly encouraged that everybody who is able to get it should get it, because we end up not only protecting ourselves from getting that disease, but also our siblings, our cousins, our families, our society, the world in whole. So when we have when we have one person immune or when we have multiple people immune, we get something called herd immunity. That means that we are protecting not only ourselves, but also our community and our society as a whole. So it's highly encouraged or, you know, recommended. There's really no question about it that when we have vaccines, please get it for your kids, for yourselves. And uh, that's why we get the flu vaccines every year. And yes, nothing is really absolutely risk-free. Going outside is not risk-free. You may get hit by a car. 
Eating is not risk-free. You may choke on the food and die. Going in a car is dangerous. You could get into an accident and kill yourself. Nothing in this life is risk-free. Even the things that keep us alive, like food, is not risk-free. So we just have to learn to decide and trust the bigger system and the experts in the field and really use our best judgment to protect ourselves. At the end of the day, everything is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's hands, but we are encouraged to feed our bodies with the best food that is available and treat ourselves to the best of our abilities. And I can't emphasize this enough. So right now, because of this pandemic, this coronavirus, okay, sorry, last track for a little bit. Um, I'm recording on my phone and my husband just called. So we'll try to edit that out. But if not, we'll just resume. So the mortality rate is also very high compared to flu. And it is especially high in people who are elderly or immunocompromised. So people above 60 should stay home and not go outside unless really, really needed. And the best practices to avoid this virus is still to wash your hands every time you go outside or come home. Try to use disinfectant. I try to use not, not use any sanitizers or disinfectants normally because I'm afraid of the chemicals. However, in this case, I have one in my car and I try to use it as often as possible and my kids are using it as well. And of course, we're washing hands when we get home or as soon as we get home and we're near water. And also avoid going out into any gatherings. Jimma is coming up. I know Taravi is going to be coming up in Ramadan. And if this virus is still continuing, it's going to be pretty dangerous. Saudi has already suspended Umrah visas, and as of right now, we don't know if Hajj's how many countries will be able to go to Hajj if they open it. I think today they closed the country to 14 other countries. Anyways, so avoid social gatherings, any type of social gatherings. Try to stay at home if you can. And especially for elderly, they should be staying home and washing your hands. And hopefully, we will see end to this virus soon. But unfortunately, we should be prepared for the badness and uh, including seeing probably our loved ones getting infected and losing people close to us. So I I don't want to create any panic, but this as of right now, this is what it seems like what's happening in the world. And hopefully we are wrong about it. And this just virus just dies off quickly and no harm is done. But... Of course, when it comes to money, the Wall Street, the stock market, that also gets affected when things like this happen. So because of the official pandemic now, today, the, today we officially have hit the bear market as well, which means that 
we the market dropped by more than 20% and that is a significant drop and that's when you officially define going into the bear market before that when it's a lesser decrease then it's usually considered the market is in correction or other things and not officially officially bear market so that also happened today and it is kind of inevitable in that the market goes up and down and nobody can really predict which way the market will go at any given time so even in bad scenarios when things seem like they're falling apart market can still go up and or go down so the experts in the field who are who have been in the stock market for over 60 70 years they all say that you cannot predict the market and the best strategies are that you should invest over time and not try to time the market at its lowest and of course not buying at the highest but we don't know what the lowest or the highest point is so just keep investing a little bit that you have on a weekly on a monthly basis and avoid timing the market however there are important lessons to be learned from from each each downturn or upturn and one of the important lessons is about emergency fund having enough cash money on your hand so that you can survive for at least three months or six months and not have to worry about taking out money from the market to pay your daily bills and the way that emergency fund works is that you want to calculate all your expenses and calculate or add up all the expenses in a month so your mortgage any car payment you have any all the grocery bills all the utility bills all the minimal money that you will need to survive in a month and then multiply that by three or six whatever you feel comfortable with and have that much money not invested and out of the market available for emergencies like this a lot of times i think especially if you're my age we cannot really visualize because we haven't really lived through these times we were still young during the 2009-2010 drop and in 2001 we were not really we were still in school if you're my age high school and other things so we're not really aware of the aware of the effect it can have so now that we are responsible adults and paying our own bills we need to be ready for anything that could go wrong including becoming sick so if you're not able to go to your work then do you have enough money saved up if you lose your job for whatever reason now a lot of companies are telling people to stay home not come to work some of the works are switching to online we are looking lucky in a sense that we live in a time where we can work from online and also you know just any sort of drop in your income whatever happens the company that you work for just goes out of business or anything like that 
we need to be ready with emergency fund. And this does not mean that you have to keep this money at home in cash because that's, that could be a lot of money to keep in cash at home at any given time. You can keep it in a checking or a savings account. And uh, these days, pretty much everything is online. So even if buildings, the, the actual buildings where the banks are, start shutting down, we should still be able to access our money through our debit or our credit cards and still be able to use it because pretty much everything is online these days, even if they are not able to restock up the AMT, AMT machines, we should still be able to get our money through our cards. And just being ready with the emergency fund at least for three to six months and it's probably a good idea to have some cash in hand as well but i don't like keeping a lot of cash in hand and that's just a personal preference depends on where you live what kind of security you have and what you feel comfortable with in terms of keeping some cash at home or on yourself and the other thing is being emotionally ready for the drops and the ups. So overall, the stock market goes up. If you look at the graphs from the last 100 years, they are significantly at a higher level from what they were 100 years ago. And the market has gone up a lot. However, there have been drops in between. So it can be seen as a roller coaster ride where you'll have significant drops. Your portfolio will go down by, you know, 10%, 20%, 30%. That means if you have $100,000 invested, you could end up seeing a drop of $30,000, $40,000 in your portfolio. And again, I call this a drop and not really a loss because it's not a loss until you sell that. Until you sell what you have, you haven't really lost. And that is why I really recommend investing in mutual funds where you are investing in something like VTSAX, which is pretty much the whole stock market. And uh, this way, there will be companies that go out of business and shut down. They will go down to zero, but there will be other companies that go up and the average will be maintained. So even though back in early 2000, 2000, early 2000, when we had another recession, the market gains were really low, like even 4% or less. However, it helped keep up with inflation. And not only that, if you had been invested for a while, so you took advantage of the 90s and the 80s, some 80s, where the market was high, overall, the return has been above 10 to 11%. So overall, the market goes up but there will be downturns and you should emotionally be ready for that. The reason why most people lose money in the market, in the stock market, is because they freak out. They freak out at the money, seeing their money go down and they sell at the lowest. And of course, they've usually bought at a high price than what they're selling at. So they end up with a loss. 
what the people who are investors, we talked about investing versus speculating versus gambling on last episode, is that the reasons why investors do well is because they are buying a business. They are purchasing a business that they believe in and they know it will last. And usually they are making choices where they are buying most of their uh, most of their things in the mutual funds, either the S&P 500 index or the total stock market or other similar mutual funds. And that's why they do well. So even though the market is down right now up to 20% and it may go down even further, if you are a smart investor, if you invest based on the what the intelligent investors teach then you are not really worried i honestly haven't even looked at how my portfolio is looking right now i will check on friday which is when i normally check and i buy new things so that's when i usually get paid and i end up making my purchases on a friday and uh, that's when i usually um end up having to log in and just check and make my net worth calculations and my but look at my budget and other things so that's when i'll be looking at it i haven't even looked at it otherwise the reason why i'm even paying attention to the media and everything right now is because i'm doing this podcast and because i want you to be aware of it that everything will be okay and uh, if this is end of the times you know we, we as muslims believe that end of times is coming and the world will will end one day then our money really doesn't matter anyway but if this is not the end of times and then the economy will recover it will come back from this and the stock market will go back up and uh, just don't worry okay I hope that helps and uh, send me any questions. Uh, email me at admin at wealthymuslimwoman.us or whatever other way you know me and the way you contact me either on my page or in my Facebook group. And if you want to be added to the Facebook group, you can also send me an email and I'll send you an invite. Otherwise, I will speak to you in next week by next friday inshallah everything is going well and we are all healthy and i hope that inshallah we find a cure for this virus soon and it is ending soon all right love is bye